Welcome to another podcast from the Gastroenterology Learning Network and from Advances in Inflammatory Bowel Diseases. Dr. Ying Hung Wong is going to recap her presentation from the AIBD Regional Meeting on the development of colitis in patients being treated for cancer with immunotherapy. Hello, everyone. This is Dr. Ying Hong Wang. I'm a gastroenterologist from University of Texas MD Anderson Cancer Center. As I gave the talk regarding the management of immune checkpoint inhibitor-related toxicities, as we all know that Nobel Prize granted to the discovery of the immune checkpoint mechanism about a couple years ago, that leads to the discovery of a new family of cancer treatment called immune checkpoint inhibitors or immunotherapy. And with the wider use of this immunotherapy among different cancer types over the past decades, we start to see more and more off-target effect of this immunotherapy to non-cancer cells, and that we call it toxicity. Um, at the same time, when we see the high efficacy of this medication to eradicate cancer. So the toxicity can involve almost every single organ in our body, and among them, the GI toxicity is the um, most common one reported. And the presentation can be very severe and leads to the typical symptoms of diarrhea, bleeding, abdominal pain, um, anemia, and fever. So that can lead to frequent interruption of patient cancer treatment. So the management of this toxicity is very critical for our GI providers to help the patient resume their cancer treatment and achieve clinical remission. Especially if we know that for patients who develop GI toxicities, that is a surrogate marker that this cancer immunotherapy is more effective for their cancer long-term. So that involves both the evaluation and the treatment that we can provide it. Early recognition and appropriate evaluation to confirm a diagnosis is very critical for the providers to start the appropriate treatment. And evaluation will involve all the stool studies or endoscopy evaluations and histology. And the treatment methods are kind of quite overlapping with what we do for inflammatory bowel disease management because they are a overlapping conditions uh, that involving inflammatory process in the gut. So the treatment mainly involves the immunosuppression like corticosteroids and then the biological agents like infliximab type like TNF-alpha blockers or alpha or beta-7 integrin blockers like vedolizumab or even uh, the newer agents like IL-12 and 23 blockers or jet kinase inhibitors, pavacidinib. So those are uh, relatively limited data, but um, the uh, signal is still pointing to a very promising result. And also, I want to mention that for the patient who had uh, inflammatory bowel disease patients and developed cancer, they can also receive this cancer immunotherapy. However, they are at higher risk of developed colitis flare-up or exacerbation once the immunotherapy started. However, the recurrent rate is it's, uh, all acceptable with about 42% and is manageable by the immunosuppression. And the outcome or efficacy of cancer treatment is very comparable uh, to the non-IBD population. So this is kind of based on our uh, multi-center study. Now, the last part I really want to emphasize is about the fecal transplant benefit for this um, particular indication of uh, medication refractory immunotherapy colitis. And based on this small study, small-scale uh, case series, the fecal transplant has been shown to achieve more than 75% success rate 
um, in eradicating uh, this colitis and enable patients to resume their cancer treatment. And there will be a prospective future clinical trials looking at the fecal transplant as a compassionate treatment or the frontline treatment in treating immunotherapy-induced colitis. So I hope this information will help you to understand this novel disease entities and be ready to start seeing this patient in your clinic and manage them uh, comfortably. Uh, Thank you very much.